This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. The Rudy Giuliani Show. Good afternoon. This is uh, Rudy Giuliani, and welcome to the Rudy Giuliani Show. And thank you for uh, tuning for tuning in. Uh, we begin with some very, very sad news, and I'm sure you may have heard this already, but um, uh, an Army Black Hawk hel- helicopter crashed today, killing uh, nine service members. And um, all nine members aboard uh, the the Two Black Hawk helicopters, actually they crashed on Wednesday night in Trigg County, Kentucky, out of Fort Campbell. They were in the 101st Airborne Division, and they were tra- a training exercise. And um, it's a terrible, terrible loss for them, for their, for their comrades, for their families, and for us. These are the men and women who are among the most important that we have. These are the men and women with the, you know, that we ask you to support through, you know, Tunnels of Towers. And, and um, Tunnels of Towers will be there for, for, for their families. But, I mean, that's a small thing, necessary thing, given the loss of life here. And I'll, I'll just quote from, uh, just quote, I think it's the governor's remarks, Andy Bashir, who says, we're going to wrap our arms around these families. We're going to be there with them, not just for the days, but the weeks and months and the years to come. We're going to let them know they are loved, they are special, they'll allow us to carry some of their grief. We'll do that for as long as we can. That's an appropriate remark, a beautiful remark. Uh, the governor, I believe, is a Democrat, which, of course, shows that Democrats have hearts just like Republicans do. Uh, let's not uh, include the president in that category. He, I will never forgive him for what he did the other day, ever. Never. Going out there and joking about ice cream and his wife and after the death of three innocents and three teachers and administrators, and then doing his his, ab, his gun control bull, political bull. Gun control does not stop people who are not control or bull. People who are criminals and people who are mentally ill are, by definition, not controllable. They don't follow the rules. Gun control is a rule. I know he's Stupid. But he's got to be beyond stupid to keep pushing the same idiotic remedy for a person who clearly has a significant mental illness in a country with over 300 million guns. Having, uh, having been an expert in this and having reduced murder more than anyone that I can think of alive in America, I can tell you that gun control had zero to do with my reduction of murder. Seizing guns had a lot to do with it. Altering behavior had a lot to do with it. 
recognizing the career criminals and the mentally ill in advance had even more to do with it. And now playing this game with this murderer, because the murderer is described as transgender, shows that all they care about is politics, not the safety of Americans. Uh, We don't know what drove this woman man to slaughter the innocents. We don't know. But she told us in a manifesto, which they are covering up. We're entitled to know what that manifesto says. We're entitled to know because how much have they covered up? And is there a situation that we should be concerned about, about transgender violence? Not just against transgender people, but by them. I'm not saying there is, and I'm not saying there isn't. I'm saying by covering up that manifesto, they are creating the impression that there is, and then there are other facts that support it. First of all, they have, a, uh, they have planned for Saturday, and I, they don't seem to be calling it off, despite the, the, the slaughter that took place at the hands of a transgender male or female. They have a a day of vengeance set for Saturday. Now, don't tell me that isn't about violence. A day of vengeance? A day of vengeance. So, okay, uh, what's in the manifesto? Is there a connection? Is there something we have to worry about? I don't know, per capita. I don't know the answer to this. Per capita, are transgender individuals more likely to resort to violence than white supremacists? Per capita. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. I do know they're having a day of vengeance. I do know that this uh, woman was transgender and slaughtered three nine-year-olds. I also know that she was focusing on two schools. They were both Christian. And I do know from the things that I've now seen taken off the Internet, the ones that were captured, an awful lot of absolutely vile anti-Christian tweets and remarks from the transgender community, as if Christianity is their enemy. Christianity isn't their enemy. Christianity has a 2,000-year-old moral position on sexual morals. They don't kill you for it. They don't do anything to you for it. It's up to you to conform or not, agree or not agree. And if you are a Catholic uh, Christian, you you seek uh, forgiveness for the sins that you commit, and you're forgiven. Jesus' recognition is that we're all sinners. Whether it's me, you, somebody who's trans, we're all. We're all sinners, and what we have to do is strive to, to avoid sin. It's just a definition of how they define sin. They're not the enemy, but there are more than a few uh, indications that the transphobic community has a major, major problem with Christianity. Now, the other thing that should be pointed out here is that this, uh, this hail woman or man 
had a um, definitely was focused on two schools. And she picked a school without uh, defenses. She went to the school that didn't have armed guards. So all of those who, who say that armed guards don't do any good, would you now apologize? Would you now stand up and say Giuliani was right? He knows a lot more about crime than we do. We're just a bunch of silly, pudding-headed liberals. You see, you don't call on liberals when you're in trouble, getting beaten up. Because, you know, they will come and say, instead of helping you, they'll say to the person beating the living daylights out of you, please use your words. So I'd rather have, uh, you know, like one of those cops, one of those hero cops show up. Because if the guy's beating me up, it's sure going to stop right away. Those cops, boy, they deserve a medal. They deserve recognition. They deserve a lot of attention. I'm going to tell you why. Because the police took a beating with uh, Ivaldi, as they should have. Because the cops waited an hour to go in. I don't know where that came from. I don't know what that's about. But uh, these cops... I think, and all of them, not just not just the two that did the shooting. They, they happened to they happened to be the ones that were there and pulled off the shot at the right time with great aim, and who knows how many lives they saved. But I give the credit to the entire group of men and women who went in because I watched them carefully several times, and there was no hesitation, not a bit of hesitation, no looking behind uh, uh, corners and. Which is the way you're supposed to do it, by the way. I don't know how many people they saved. Hale had uh, 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 two rifles and a, and, a, and a handgun and described by the police chief as a lot of ammunition, which means uh, she was intending to do serious damage. And there are indications, although they won't let us look at the manifesto, she was expecting to go other places as well. Now, it'd be interesting to know what other places. Were they Christian? Or weren't they? Do we have a problem here? Or don't we? But we don't ask these questions about Christians because, I don't know, I guess Biden thinks it's okay if you kill Christians. I mean, he pretends to be one. Hard to see how he can be one and be such a massive crook. Hard to see how he could be one and sell a country out to China. Hard to see how he can be one and not even recognize his granddaughter. Let the poor girl remain anonymous and have to suffer probably in the future that her grandfather was president of the United States and never recognized her. You got any kind of heart if you do that? He's going to have to deal with the fact that he thinks that it, uh, three kids being killed and three teachers being killed is a joke. The first thing you do when you respond to that is you tell a joke about your wife and ice cream. Now, don't tell me there isn't an issue here. I mean, this is a pretty significant fact. It'll be buried. Of course it'll be buried. It'll be buried by the people who would like us all to become, I guess, some kind of a something or other, not what we are, meaning the New York Times and the Washington Post. I mean, they described this person as transgender in paragraph, I think it was 28. But all of a sudden, we now have uh, the... Press secretary for the governor of, of Arizona, Governor Katie Hobbs, who won the disputed election against Kerry Lake. I know Katie Hobbs. 
Democrat disaster. But she has a press secretary. Well, she had a press secretary called Jocelyn Berry. Good old Jocelyn had a very, very, uh, uh, very, very appropriate reaction this, uh, to uh, the, the uh, slaughter of these children. And that is, um, if you're transphobic, you're not progressive. Not sure these uh, transphobic from the left posers know who they're messing with. Response, us. When we see transphobes, Barry tweeted back with the gun-toting picture from the 1981 movie Gloria. Basically, like, let's kill him. Not without any doubt, not the only such tweet that night, many of them having been buried and all of them now banned from Twitter. It can be interesting if somebody can recreate all of those, and then we'll see what kind of problem we have in the transgender community. But what do you think? You think our crooked attorney general is going to take a look at it? Or it isn't a question of whether we get killed. He just wants to be able to blame the white supremacists. We'll be back in a moment. The former mayor of New York City, Rudy Giuliani. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. This is Rudy Giuliani, back with the Rudy Giuliani Show. You know, I'm somebody who likes to give someone a second chance. Comes out of my Christianity, my Catholicism, my desire to be a priest when I was young, etc. Well, I think uh, Andrew Cuomo got a second chance and lied again. And lied not about something frivolous about the death of elderly people. Uh, his, his interview by our boss, um, John Castamitidis, if it were under oath, would, would require a, a prosecution for perjury. And his blaming things on Donald Trump shows uh, that uh, maybe it's right he has no character. Uh, I know that situation uh, uh, 100%. Because I was involved in helping to get that ship. The ship happened to be the same ship that helped us on September 11. I even knew part of the crew. I happened to be there the day it came in. I know that ship was intended to help because they had no beds. I know who got them the beds, Trump. I also know they they wrote letters praising Trump. And I wrote an op-ed piece in the New York Post. Go look at a praising Cuomo and Newsom for acting uh, in a bipartisan way. And I have every reason to believe that both of them got calls from the Biden campaign and were told, you keep saying that about Trump, he's going to get reelected. And then, like uh, two little automatons, they turned around and they defamed Trump every way they could. Trump had nothing to do with him putting elderly people in nursing homes. I mean, a lot of states didn't do it. If Trump had something to do with it, 50 states would have done it. No, no, no. Just states with creepy Democrat governors who got lots of money from nursing home industry did it and killed old people like you, Andrew. So stop lying on this radio station. I know it's not a crime to lie on this radio station, but it's some kind of crime to lie about elderly people that are dead because you made the choice of stuffing them into nursing homes 
that an idiot would realize would kill them. There were a lot of idiots, most governors, unaffected by your politics that didn't do it. If Trump were the reason, they all would have done it. I don't know. Why don't you tell a lie that at least has some confusion to it, like the ones you've told about the crimes you committed? That obviously got you off on the charge of, of, of not molesting whoever said they were molested by you. Uh, you think we can't figure out why they did that? They did that because they don't want an investigation of how those elderly people died at your hands and uh, the creep over in New Jersey and the creep in uh, Chicago and the equally creepy narcissist in California. You killed elderly people, including the one in Michigan. And Trump has nothing to do with it, my friend. Nothing. You got to stop blaming Trump for everything. Compared uh, to you, Trump is an angel. I mean, they, they searched 20 years of his life. Remember this. And they came up with this ridiculous hush money thing. That's it. 20 years of his life. I don't think there's a businessman in New York where you couldn't have come up with something. Trump can't possibly be that bad. But they don't investigate you, Cuomo. Even though there are people out there, families out there, still grieving for the loss of their elderly person. And they believe you're the reason that the person is dead. And they're not so wrong. So you want to have a comeback. Don't insult our people and lie to them. Show us that you have some recognition of the fact that you got a hell of a break. We'll be back in a few minutes. We have a few more thoughts about that liar. Rudy Giuliani. Rudy Giuliani on the Red Apple Podcast Network. That's Rudy Giuliani. Let me let me finish on uh, on on Cuomo because he should be finished. Let's go with cut nineteen. The number one question, uh, uh, Governor Cuomo, is what happened? What happened with the nursing home crisis? And and people are criticizing you, but I understand there's there's two sides to every story. I'm I'm glad to speak to you, John, because it's caused me great pain, frankly. The issue has gotten very politicized. It was right through it, by the way, because it was in the middle of a presidential election. And then you have people in retrospect who now see a different situation. Let's remember what happened. It was in China. People from China went to Europe. The flights from Europe were coming to New York, JFK, Newark, et cetera. And COVID was here much, much earlier than anybody ever knew. Uh, And where does COVID go? It goes into the nursing homes because that's where the vulnerable are. Now, it's a political season and the president is running and the president says, COVID, you know who's to blame? 
the governors, uh, and especially the Democratic governors, never said that they're to blame for COVID and they're to blame for nursing home deaths. Uh, let's uh, let's take uh, a little then, break. Let's take a little break. That's damn lie number one. You go find me that quote of Trump blaming the governors. I'm going to find you statements at that time where he was praising uh, 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 Trump. And I wrote an article praising him for praising Trump. So that's damn lie number one, Cuomo. You haven't you haven't you haven't changed. You've gotten worse. Let's go on. No nursing home in the state of New York must accept any payment, a patient. And as a matter of fact, the law is the exact opposite. A nursing home cannot accept a patient unless they have the ability to properly care for that patient within their population. So any nursing home can say, I can't take that patient. That patient has COVID. Any nursing home must say, if they're not able to take a person and protect the rest of their resident population. Uh, So it's just, it was a lie that they made up. Who is they? Well, now, who who made up this lie? There's no lie. Uh, there There are hundreds of instances of you forcing people into nursing homes when there were open beds on a ship that you asked for and never used because you were leaned on by the Democratic Party to make Trump look bad. You know that, Andrew. You're a damn liar. And you got people out there. You have people out there, very prominent, who believe you kill their loved ones by forcing them in. Not only you. But the jerk in New Jersey, that crazy woman in in uh, in Michigan, and uh, and 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 Mister uh, uh, Knucklehead in in California, and and by the way, do you bother to tell people that they were your biggest? The nursing homes were your biggest uh, contributor, and nursing homes made money if the COVID person died there. You think maybe that had something to do with it, Cuomo? Hmm. Trump didn't tell you to put them in nursing homes. You put them in nursing homes. And you knew, you just told us, you knew they could die there. You know, you went on the Howard Stern show, and this is back on April 13 of 2020. We were pretty into the coma. And you had unexpectedly kind words for, uh, for the president at the time. You know? On Monday, Cuomo took an unlikely venue to offer genuine praise for the president's response to the coronavirus in his home state. He has delivered for New York. This is you, liar. He has delivered uh, for New York. He has, Cuomo said of Trump, in response to a question from Stern about whether the president has really done anything of consequence. By and large, it has worked, Cuomo said of the relationship. And then uh, yours truly, really being naive, because I've always liked you, you know that, and have been your friend. Being naive, I wrote an article about how maybe, just maybe, this was going to overcome the partisanship and we could get to a post-9-11 you know, kind of situation. And within days, you 
and the, your confrere on the West Coast were viciously and attacking Trump and lying about him, lying to the point of ridiculousness, since you didn't know where to find the beds. You and your idiot mayor didn't know where to find the beds. By the way, the beds were in New York. You just couldn't find them. You were too busy writing your book for which you broke every damn ethics rule that exists. So, I don't know, you want to reinvent yourself, Andrew. Don't reinvent yourself as a bigger liar than you were before, because right now, that's where you are. That's where you are, and that's where you belong. You are a disgrace coming on here and saying that. And I got to tell you, beyond that, you have hurt an awful lot of people. There are people, I mean, you may not care. There's a lot of people suffering for what you did to their elderly grandfathers and grandmothers. And to come here and, and to come on ABC and lie like that, and I won't even play the second one where you blame Trump again. I mean, I know it's convenient for you Democrats to blame Trump for everything. But, you know... Uh, it's getting it's getting to be um, getting to be cruel to other people now, and you better not have a future in politics. Otherwise, we might as well give this country up if we have people like you in politics. What a disgrace! What a disgrace! Let's go to. Oh, and by the way, I have Andrew with me. <laughs> Different Andrew. Andrew. You know, Andrew is I, that why you lost? Because your name was Andrew? I was. That's what Curtis Slewis says. I was down the hall recording my podcast. And you heard not me. that Andrew, and I heard you yelling about Andrew, and I said, I better see what's going on, and I realized it was a different Andrew that you're yelling about. So. <laughs> you but didn't clean your room, Andrew. To, to your point. Clean your damn room. <laughs> <laughs> that's still a problem. My wife yells about me about that now. But to your point on this, right right at the very you beginning You worked in the White House this, at this time. Not only that, yes, yes, and I remember the day that President Trump went to Virginia to send out the USS Comfort up the eastern seaboard and into the Hudson where the beds were, where Cuomo could have actually sent those people that had COVID. But also, when he mentioned early on, he said, came from China, went to Europe. Guess what? President Trump was the first person in January to actually shut down travel from China to try to stem this, to try to slow it down. He offered everything that he possibly could. I'm glad that you ended up highlighting the fact that he did end up complimenting Trump early on in this because Trump was one of the main reasons, I think, why New York had the resources they need. If Andrew Cuomo wasn't playing politics every single second and trying to figure out how to take this tragedy and turn into a political positive for him, then we would have saved more lives no here in about the state it, of Andrew. New York. In fact, uh, 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 Trump had worked out a very good working relationship with New York and California because yeah. he thought they were the two that were going to be hit the most. Yeah. Because there was a big group that also came in the other way from China right. to, to California. Yeah. And he really had focused on the two places that needed the most help. And uh, Cuomo had said there are more quotes from Cuomo and even things I heard from him that he's given us more than we need. Uh, they were uh, he, he he solved their bed problem. He solved their PPP problem. He went and found it. Yeah. You know, we had it. He helped them find it. Yeah. They're too incompetent to find it. Right. But, I mean, uh, this is terrible to do this. I mean, this is absolutely terrible because I know some of the families that are suffering from this. And whatever he says, they blame him directly for mm -hmm. killing their loved one. And to do this now, to lie like this, just compounds their pain. And it shows you what a heartless son of a you-know-what he is. <laughs>
Wow. I, I think and I think honestly, from what I had heard, people have more questions than they do answers from what he said. Well, last he just gives night. you that bull. I yeah. mean, he just gives you nobody. You know, I, well, I, let, I think I think right now it's it's good that there's that you're seeing that you're pushing back on yeah, him. And hopefully him, the next him. time he comes on, he'll actually maybe get, he'll come on my show and I, I can uh, question him like I can like I uh, Got the congressman to break down and confess. I, I don't think he's got big enough guts to come on. Yeah, yourself. I got a, I got a bunch of questions. I might have a few of the, uh, a few of the victims' uh, families here too. Yeah, well, I'll have them question. Well, I, I think they're entitled to answers. They are human beings, you know. Yeah, I know they're not as important as he is, but they are human beings. Well, at least I, that's the way Democrats look at it. Well, I, I can tell you, having ran for governor and seeing the state that he had left behind. Uh, I really think had he been the candidate, I think that uh, whether it was myself, whether it was Lee Zeldin, whoever the Republican candidate was, would have actually become the next governor because mm. he was so disliked. Well, I mean, he does. But they get, he, I mean, they talk about the bail thing mm-hmm. and they're going after Hasty now. Right. Hasty deserves it. They went and showed that his district is against it, et cetera, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. But he's the guy who signed it. He did. He Not even Hochul. Hochul, could've, could've Hochul now is trying to work a way out of it. Right. But, I mean, we owe it. To, we owe the signing of it to Cuomo. This, is, this could be called the Cuomo delivering 10,000 criminals to your doorstep. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. His name will always be on that bill, signing it instead of vetoing it. A governor, a governor, and I, I got to believe he knew that bill was a disaster. You know, he's a smart guy, and he's essentially fairly middle of the road. Mm-hmm. So all of this is a bunch of pretense because of sick desires to be president. I mean, this is really... Terrible, terrible. Let's go to Judith in Brooklyn. I think she has an observation about this. Hi, Rudy. Thanks for taking my call. Hi, Andrew. A wonderful Andrew. Good Andrew. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay, okay. Listen, and Andrew, you can be so proud of your father. I adore him and everybody else does. That is normal, normal, team normal, you. you know? Thank you. Listen, Rudy, I got to tell you something. You must, you must be reading my mind because I did want to say, let's not forget that he signed the bill reform, okay? Protecting and encouraging criminals, that's one. But let me go with this. Cuomo incriminated himself, Rudy. I'll tell you how. He spoke to a reporter when he was having those daily things, and he said to the reporter, COVID is death twice. COVID is death. Now, if he knew that COVID is death, and it's a death sentence. And then he meant and he mandated he mandated that all nursing homes put elderly people back into the nursing homes. He knew exactly what he was doing. He was sending them to their death. He incriminated his own words. I got to tell you something else. Mark Levin got a distress call from a woman who was a an administrator of a nursing home. She said, I can't even get them to answer me. They're not answering my questions. They're not answering anyone. And Michael Goodwin, I got news for you. He was interviewed. He said, that when uh, nursing homes called up for help, guess what Cuomo did? He said, sure, we'll help you. And they sent, the first thing they sent was body bags. Okay? Yeah. This wow. Is, he's got blood on his hands. And he's got, he's, he's, and, he, and he's coming, I don't know what John Casamitita is thinking by bringing him back on. Because Andrew is a snake in the grass. He's lying through his teeth. And thank you, Rudy, for bringing the truth, as you always do. I really well, appreciate it. Well, thank I you. couldn't, I couldn't, uh, thinking of, I just know too many of the families, and you probably do, who lost loved ones and are suffering, and they're entitled to the truth. Well, I, I think, look, I, I think you made a great point there by kind of pointing the A equals B, B equals C, uh, A equals C, that if he knew COVID was death and then putting them in there. I, I do think, though, and this might not be a popular opinion, I think it's good that he has the opportunity to come on the public square 
uh, and share his views on this. I do think, though, that when he lies right to us, it's very important that you call these lies out. Yeah. And he doesn't get a, a pass from it. So I think that's one of the things that John does, which is great, which is no matter what side of the road you are, left, right, you come on here and let's come to the public yeah, square that is w- WABC. I agree with that completely. But, but guess what? If you lie, then you're going to have truth tellers like Rudy Giuliani who's going to come out and say, guess what? You're a darn liar. Yeah, I mean, look. This guy wants a future in politics. He does a few more of these interviews. He won't have a future in uh, street cleaning. <laughs> I mean, this, this, this is not, not going to turn out well for him. And look, most Democrats know that he did it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not just Republicans. Know. Every, everybody knows that he did it. Plus, the nursing home industry was his biggest contributor. Yeah. And, uh, and, and we all know that, that the woman thing, that the woman thing was an excuse so they didn't have to go into the nursing home thing because that would have incriminated four or five more Democrat governors who did the same damn thing. Right. In fact, the one in New Jersey, Murphy, had even a clearer warning than Cuomo. Yeah. You're I right. I mean, it's, ama- it's amazing. Well, we're going to take a short break and we'll be back with the mayor's final words. Hi, it's Ernie Anastas. You know, your thoughts can affect how you feel, and how you feel can impact your thoughts. Addressing your mind and body connection is the key to improving your overall wellness. Bergen Newbridge Medical Center is the largest hospital in New Jersey, providing comprehensive, equitable, compassionate, and high-quality emergency inpatient and outpatient medical care, plus mental health services and substance use disorder treatment. The Bergen Newbridge team can address your total health needs in one convenient location. Call 201-225-7130 for an appointment or newbridgehealth.org. America's Mayor, Rudy Giuliani. This is Rudy Giuliani, back with the Mayor's Final Thoughts, brought to you by uh, Tunnels to Towers, T2T.org, the organization I mentioned earlier that'll be there for our service members who tragically died uh, the other day. And they'll be there to make sure that their mortgages are paid off for their homes. And they, they're there for the soldiers and, and, and police officers and uniformed uh, members who are seriously injured and need smart homes. So get your $11 a month into T2T.org. Well, we have, we have on the line Joanne Harrison, who is – and Joanne, tell us the organization – it's Victims' Rights New York. Yes, right. And you, 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 you have followed this and been deeply involved in it from the very, very beginning. We, we, I thought maybe with my final thoughts, we would give you a chance to explain, um, you know, this, th- these comments that uh, Cuomo has made now that he's sort of redeemed himself. Well, redemption is not a word that I would use. And thank you for having me on, Rudy. And hi, Andrew. It's nice to hear you both together in the studio. But as you know, I have been following this for a very long time. I know time. you have. I'm a, survivor. I'm a survivor of a homicide victim and have been uh, deeply impacted by crimi- uh, Cuomo's criminal justice reforms that he implemented and refused to sign a budget without. And as you also know, um, two of my loved ones, uh, my step-grandmother, Teresa Hagemeyer, and her sister, Josephine Rachiel, who was Long Island's Josie the Riveter, they were uh, Long Island's Homefront sisters and national treasures, also died in nursing homes because of Governor Cuomo. And for him to get on the radio last night and say that this caused him a great amount of pain, I cannot tell you how excruciating that was to hear. He has some nerve to get on a platform like this and try to 
get sympathy for the pain that he caused for over 15,000 My goodness, uh, couldn't he at least say he's sorry that he made a mistake? He doesn't have to admit He'll a crime. I don't sorry. expect him to admit a crime. I mean, people don't admit crimes. But maybe he could at least say, I made a mistake of judgment. But he has to blame it on tr- I mean, it's like... Tr- uh, for tr- him to, for, yeah, for him to blame Donald Trump for exas- exacerbating our pain, we went to President Trump. Donald Trump didn't come up with this on his own. We went to President Trump because we were fighting for accountability and trying to prevent you know, further loss of life here, and there was no checks and balances. You know, I was helping President Trump uh, then because I was, you know, I was, uh, I was quarantined, and I had a lot of time on my hands. And I came here when the ship came in because that's the same ship that was used on 9-11. I knew that ship, and I knew even some of the crew members from way back. But I knew the ship. I had a great affection for it because they took care of a lot of people on 9-11. And I thought that was the answer. It, it held me, me it, it had a thousand beds. The one that, right. And he's the one that requested it the way that it was. And then he requested that it be, um, you know, retransformed to uh, to help COVID patients. But he's the one that made that request originally, as far as I can recall. Yeah, yeah, so oh, for him to blame the president for all of this is just beyond comprehension. It's just Andrew Cuomo trying to scapegoat any responsibility and blatantly lie and gaslight further to, to the American people and New Yorkers. And it's, it's absolutely ridiculous and it should not be allowed. And it's also Democrat New York covering him. I mean, they covered yeah. him with the women. They let him go out on that without ever investigating this. And if they investigated this, you'd also have Mercy, uh, uh, Murphy, uh, 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 Gretchen Whitmer, and Newsom would all be under the same investigation. They all did the same thing. And the, and the reason it obviously isn't a federal government problem, the other 46 governors did not. So how is it that, uh, and let's pick DeSantis, how is it DeSantis didn't do it? How come he didn't stuff people in nursing homes? Because he it's knew if you put him in sense. nursing homes, you're going to kill him. And did it ever occur that they're, their biggest, he's, they're his biggest fundraisers? Now, why do Democrats well, get away with this stuff? I don't get it. That's my philosophy, Rudy, is that if Andrew Cuomo would have transferred COVID-positive patients to the ship, to the Javits Center, to the, uh, to the auxiliary unit in Stony Brook University down the road from where my family members or Javits, or Javits, or Javits Center. Right. The federal government fixed up, ja- uh, Trump fixed up Javits Center for him, but too. Think, think, think about this for a second. Who would have lost money on the empty beds that get paid on a daily basis to take care of these patients? Andrew <laughs> the money. biggest donors. Follow the money, right? All the time. Always follow the money. Well, thank you. And thank you for being there and continue to be there. Uh, justice, uh, justice has to be done. Thank you. I also just want to, one last point. Andrew Cuomo is not a voice of reason or a moderate Democrat. Every crisis that we are seeing in New York right now, he has created. He created the mental health crisis by closing psychiatric facilities. He created the homeless crisis by closing those those facilities. He created the, the crime crisis by implementing bail reform and raised the age and appointing Tana Agassini and a corrupt parole board. So for anybody to promote him as a voice of reason is just insane. Thank you very much, Jennifer. It was very authoritative to have you back uh, saying that, and I think you did a lot of good in in, uh, the search for the truth, which is, after all, what we're about. Search for the truth, not a bunch of political bull. This is Rudy Giuliani. We'll be back tomorrow. God bless America. 
This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com. 